REI Conversion is a complete system to help you simplify your land investing business. With our core land management and CRM tool called REI Pebble, it streamlines the entire process of land investing. From automated printing and mailing of your offer letters, to easy document generations for contracts, to purchase agreements, all the way to tracking and managing your properties, buyer, and seller leads. REI Pebble helps you and your team save time, automate, and organize, allowing you to run your land investing business from anywhere and giving your land business the tools and system the chance to scale and grow. Get an exclusive extended free 30-day access into REI Pebble today. Take advantage of our low bulk mailing rates with no commitments by going to www.fearlessmillionaire.com pebble. Mike, we're here. We made it. Hey, man. How are you? Good, man. Now, listen, I know you're traveling. Uh, yeah. And you said, dude, are you are you really down in Florida in the middle of that hurricane or what? I'm actually in, uh, well, you know, the hurricane is now out of Florida. It is now um, where our places are at the beach. Um, I'm actually in Athens, Georgia, just outside of Atlanta um, at some family place and and they now will have me an extra day thank god <laughs> so because <laughs> i can't get down I, my, i'm hopeful that i can get down friday my wife then told me that she will not be down friday regardless so uh maybe she'll come down saturday it all depends on power for her right right power. and and so is there like uh so you're saying there's like a big evacuation going on like mandatory or something and yeah they, they do have evacuations going on i do have some friends that are rebels they're that live down there that have not left. So I'm, I am in contact with them about, you know, power and when it makes, you know, feasible sense for me to go. I just, I didn't yeah. want to drive home and then drive to the beach. So I'm just hanging out right. in Georgia for a while. Gosh, gosh. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're safe. That's that's most important. Uh, safety first. But um, one of the uh, things I know this comes up, you know, in, in today's topic, we're going to be talking about, you know, housing and land. But, you know, during this time, before we dive into our topic, during this time of like hurricane and, and uh, catastrophe, right? Um, what's your thoughts on that? Because, you know, going back from, well, most recently, people can remember Hurricane Katrina, you know, and, and big devastation stuff. So what's your thoughts on investing in those kind of areas? Um, I I still think they're good. Uh, here's here's the here, here's my thoughts on it in the in the most basic form. I don't worry about land at the beach getting destroyed by a hurricane. You know there could be some flooding. The water goes down. There's no mold that grows on the land. Property I have at the beach can flood, and yeah. I may have to worry about mold <laughs> and everything else or the wind blowing it down. So mm -hmm. land in that aspect invest in there is not a big deal if i'm That's trying to do a rehab there or something or yeah. be there i'm a little bit more worried and and i go through because we do have property at the beach i go through this every september and october so you know it, it does get a little aggravated after a while but yeah the, the land i mean you really can't destroy land it, it's very difficult to destroy that right yeah yeah, yeah. i mean geez um, yeah, well, that's that's true, and and so let's. I wanted to I wanted to really us to focus today. It's a good point you're bringing up because you know, you know, without without the building, um, it just. I mean, in my mind, as you were explaining that, it just makes things like wow, that's a lot easier, right? It's like no building, no no things to fix up and all that stuff. And sometimes it can sound like a little bit too simple, right? It can say like, is this too good to be true? And that's what today's video and us uh, us tra our training today is all about it's about the the comparison and the pros and cons between houses uh residential real estate and land and we both have a background in that so for those who are not familiar with your background who haven't heard it recently um can you let's 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 rewind mike let's go back to the beginning of how you got started in the real estate business and then where and then the points of you transitioning so that's okay great so you know i did houses for about six months i've been doing land about three months uh, you know <laughs> now i actually uh i got into houses first my first of all my parents growing up they had business but they also had rental property so that kind of was in my blood to start with 
Um, and I started, I bought my first rental property in 2002. Um, and it, it, and it started out to be, my son was born in 2001 and my rationale and thought process, because I did have an interest in real estate was this was going to be a college fund. So to speak. Oh, wow. 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 Okay. And so I did that and, and, and I was in my law enforcement career then and, and I had a, some other friends that were buying houses, almost a competition. I got up to probably eight or nine rental properties and, um, it was good. I had just, you know, the, the rental, there's good pros and bads in that. But um, long story short, then obviously the flipping boom came in, um, you know, 2004, five, six, like that. And of course, I got sucked into that. I said, oh, yeah, I got a vacant rental house. Let's strip it down to the studs and, uh, and, and, and do something with it and flip it. So we did a couple like that invested uh ironically in a big building project in in myrtle beach um with some condos and things uh and then after all this happened the market tanked Mm. so uh i I literally went in self-preservation mode myself to to, you know i gotta protect my home and family uh we short sold some rental properties we you know took checks to some just to get rid of stuff because we had to kind of get back to the basics weathered that storm a few years um lost money in the project at the beach it went bankrupt but um came back out dug back out uh 2013 12 something like that started playing in it again because i do have a passion for it and did house flips again did house sales wholesaling then started getting into land and and really have converted my my business to a a majority of, of 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 land flips now um i Believe it or not, Nathan, I know you'll find this crazy, but I, I am considered, there is one house flip that, that my, my friend is about bullied me into to partnering <laughs> with him on. So I may, but, but stress wise, I'm glad I've kind of transitioned to the, to the land. Um, it's easier for me. It's a little more easier to, to, to automate things, um, you know, and it, it's time, you know, and that and it came down to a time thing. You know, how much time do I want to put, you know, I want to put time in my business, but how much working active time do I want to put in it? And that's one of the things that also drew me more and more to the land because it's a little more, a little easier to automate some of the stuff in the land. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to, I want to ask you a few things that you mentioned before. So it sounds like when you, when you started off in real estate, it started off, you just started because of, uh, almost like, I don't want to say necessity, but maybe out of like pressure, right? You said your son was born and you're like, oh snap, I got to do something, right? Right. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't, you know, I, I'd still, the news things would come out, you know, colleges costing lit, and, and that was way back then. That was in 2001. And, and right. you know, I got a stepdaughter in college now. I know the realistics of, of what that costs now. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, I just thought, well, you know, this is a cool way. I saw my parents, you know, invest in rental property and how they utilize that as leverage. And, and, you know, I kind of went that way, but yeah, it was, you know, you bring it up as a necessity. I didn't think of it that way, but it kind of was because I knew in the field I was in the money I was making, it yeah. wasn't like I could put back money for college and, and things like that. So I needed an avenue to do that. Right. Right. Well, I think, you know, you bring up a good point because I think a lot of people go through that transition in life. Like, you know, they live their 20s, their 30s, and then, uh, you know, and and right around that point, maybe the kid, the family, and then they're clicking around whatever, 35 plus 40s and stuff like that. And then they're like, oh, shoot, you know, the kids are going to need college and then my retirement fund and like, I got to do something different, right? And, uh, and I think real estate has always been the, I think it's the number one way to build wealth in your life um, as, as not only as an investment vehicle, not even if, even if you just bought like a rental property, whether it was a three family or a 10 unit, whatever it is, and you just brought that in that cash flow coming in all the time for years and years, that's a great investment. But then you have real estate as a business, which is, primarily what we're talking about. That's, that's the business that we're in. And uh, that's like double dipping is the way I see it. It's like, we're able to get investment property, hold it, sell it, that kind of stuff. That's the business side of it. And then we also can buy and and, and get passive income coming in from it, residual income. 
Um, you know, and that's that's really important. That's really helpful. So you said along the way that you you know you you gotten you you started you know doing rentals and then you went into single family housing. And I know you and I both have um, you have much more of an extensive background in rehab housing, which is really really popular right now. Um, but tell us a little about that. I mean, you know, you get in, into the rehab side of things. So, uh, yeah, the rehab thing, and, and, and I like that aspect. I have a love-hate relationship. I love doing the planning. I love finding the house, um, seeing what we're going to do, hate the process, love when it sells. Um, and it's not, you know, taking something uh, and, and some like an ugly duckling, and then you know, cleaning it up and presenting it and it being, you know, really nice. That was a cool thing for me. Another thing in, in house flipping in the beginning, not so much now or, or the latter parts of it was that, you know, I, I would try things in some of my rental properties or house flips myself. Just, um, I didn't want to do it on my own house cause I didn't want to destroy my own house. For example, staying in hardwood floors. The first time I did that was in a rehab. Oh my God. Yeah. But you did it in someone else. You did it in a rehab. Yeah, I did it. it wasn't in yeah. my main house. So, you know, right. uh, and I learned a valuable lesson. You don't start staining at the door and work yourself in the corner because then you're crawling out a window to get out of the place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so you got, yeah, I learned that it's a valuable lesson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 I can imagine you at the end, you're like, wait, wait, how, how do I get out of here? <laughs> It was really somewhat very, thank God the window was close to the ground. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, it, I did that and, and and I enjoyed that aspect of it, but it was, it took time. And, you know, yeah. time is something, there's only so much time. And with, at the time when I was doing it part-time, it was taking up time, even full-time. I, I think the realization came several years back even that I, I, my wife actually, believe it or not, helped me realize that. She says, you know, you're spending, you, you hire contractors to do these flips now, but yet you're spending so much time there, you know, following up, working and stuff. It's keeping you out of your office. How much work productivity are you losing? Now, of course, I was doing mine locally for the most part, but it was taking me out of the office and I was losing a lot of work productivity by going to one deal. And, and, and having a baby yet. Oh, okay. So by you showing up, you're saying, right? You showing right, up to exactly. Them. Okay. Okay. Yep. So what the transition of you going from showing up to deals physically, you know, on site to virtual, can you share a bit about that? Like, what was that like for you? So, um, yeah, so virtually doing deals, uh, you know, I, I didn't have to leave the office. I could do it, you know, shorts, t-shirts, whatever. Um, yeah. Also, <laughs> the, the, thing is, the virtual thing is I could do it anywhere. That right. freedom, it gave you the freedom of not right. having to be, you know, well, I really don't want to go out of town this week. They're doing whatever to a house. I, I don't want to leave. Um, it's the freedom, the virtual, um, any kind of virtual real estate will give you, but especially the land. It just gave me the freedom to 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 really work the business around my schedule rather than me working around the business schedule. What are you seeing and why do you think now is a good time to go in the other direction uh, of into land rather than sticking around in the residential side? Um, here, here's a big thing that, that I, I bring up sometimes in, in, in talking with folks is, you know, on TV, you can flip, especially on Saturday morning, probably two or three channels has some sort of house flipping show on. Um, you know, that's the cool, sexy thing to do. I've yet to find a land flipping show on. It, <laughs> I'm glad I don't want them to be on there, you know. It's right, exactly. Have as much drama with a piece of land, I guess. So it's not, you know, it doesn't look like the cool, flashy thing. You know, you can go say, oh, I'm a house flipper. And, and you know, hold your head high. You say, Oh, I'm a land flipper, which doesn't bother me at all. Saying I'm very proud to say that, but people are like, what in the world is that? We, we, you take a bulldozer and move dirt or <laughs> yeah. equate it to, to, you know, real estate. Um, right. 
so uh, you know that that's the thing because the market the market's good now Nathan we know that the market's good mm-hmm. in housing and everything well anytime the market is good um, more competition comes out rather it's traditional right. real estate wholesaling flipping whatever it may be more people see ooh ah, I can make some money in this and right. and everybody's looking at ways to make more money so that's where it brings in the influx of people. Um, and again, people see it on TV. And, and I, I tell you, these house flipping shows, a lot of them, cringe, I cringe over them because, you know, right. oh, yeah, I made, uh, you know, $47,000, $57,000. What they're not showing, they, that, that may be a gross. They're not showing net numbers because those numbers right. aren't exactly as great as, yeah. you know, what they say. I mean, there, there's a couple right. of house flipper guys that uh, were on TV that are now bankrupt. So, uh, right, right. You know, it, it's, true. you got to know what you're doing. You got to be smart. You're, you're absolutely right. And I think this is the whole concept. People love the before and after just like weight loss or fitness commercials, P90X, right? People love that, right? It's just the idea that, Hey, I can get into something. I can do this business you know, as they say, put little time or effort in. Sadly, they say that sometimes. And I can make big amounts of money. Of course, it's going to sound appealing, but that's not the truth and the reality of it. They're, you know, whatever, they have their own agenda. But the the thing is, is that um, you, what you going back to what you said earlier, right now in residential real estate, the market is hot. And that pertains particularly to you know, single house, residential property, people think their property is worth, you know, a million bucks, right? They think it's worth so much more than it actually is because things are just, they have been ticking up slowly over the past, you know, three to five years. So that just, that mentality is there where they think their dirt is worth, you know, I don't mean dirt as in land. I mean, their house, you know, their, their house that may be run down. There's that saying, Mike, that you don't see your own dust settle. You ever heard that saying before? Yep. You don't see you where your own dust settles. So people who use their doors and windows every day and that creaky floor and all those things, they don't, they're so used to it. So when they think they're ready to sell their house, they're like, yeah, it's worth whatever the market is bearing right now, but they forget about all, you know, the work that needs to be done. So it, it, it creates this, it creates this situation where we have, you have all these people who are watching those TV shows, they're jumping in to, you know, rehab real estate, you know, and also wholesaling residential real estate. And they realize that either one, the sellers are asking way more than they should be. And it makes margins like almost zero, right? Very low margins on uh, wholesaling residential real estate. So then they keep trying and trying. They do marketing. Maybe they put out yard signs and that doesn't work. And then they, you know, uh, try to deal with agents and agents don't want to give them a minute of time. Right. And it's just all these challenges. And they're like, well, heck, does this stuff even work? And it's not that it doesn't work because you and I have both done it, but we also, you know, prepared for the market, right? That's what we've done. We've prepared for the market. We saw the wave coming and that wave is because we're on a good market. We have the opportunity where there's a lot of land buying going on right now, such as, you know, for development, new apartments. Mike, I think, I don't know if you know the statistics in your area, but man, I know Charlotte when I was there, it was flooded. Like everywhere you look is an apartment development everywhere you look. Yep. Right. It's just, it's huge right now. So there's a lot of development going on. There's a lot of building going on. Um, and that, that's what happens in a booming economy. So the, the thing is, is that land gives people to, to do the same model, right? Let's say uh, wholesaling land, uh, residential real estate, you can kind of take almost that same model of wholesaling and kind of just change the property type and still get the same, uh, get similar or better results. Um, it, it just, uh, just a matter of, uh, changing up a few things. Do you agree? I agree. And, and you know, I, I have some people say, well, you know what, Mike, I don't, I'm not going to do house flipping. I, I know that I don't know enough about the con- construction world to do that. And, and I, but I'm going to do whole house wholesaling and that right. that's great. I get that. But what folks, you know, tend to, to forget is that you still have to have a little basic knowledge because, your numbers are dependent on your estimation of repairs to that property. Now you may not have to know the exact numbers, 
but you've got to get pretty close within a ballpark to see what your numbers are going to be. Because the worst thing you want to do is is send that out to your buyer's list and your buyers go out and determine that, you know, the, the repairs are almost twice what you've got it. You lose a lot of credibility and people won't look at you as seriously. Whereas, you know, land again, I don't have to worry about repairs. Um, so, so I tell people that it's in the household selling business, just, you know, and, and there's different things, but you know, you, you need to learn a little bit about construction costs so that you can, you know, put together a good, accurate <laughs> education based, uh, rehab list, um, right. on, on anything. So, so there's a little bit more to it when people say, well, I'm just going to wholesale houses, you still have to know some things. Um, just like with right. land, there there's issues with land that you need to know also. Um, but, but you know, it, to me, it's, it's a little bit easier in land because I, I don't have to truly be there where you, I, you and I both have, have done and taught, you know, people how to do, you know, house wholesaling, you know, virtually and you, and you can do it, but it, it can be, there is a little twist to it and people forget about that sometimes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about the virtual side of it, Mike. Um, because yeah, again, you and I, we both, you know, we have the background of the single family uh, on site, whether it was a rehab and, uh, and we both have that experience. Let's talk a little about the virtual side of things, because I think this is where a lot of people would like to be, but they don't know exactly how to get there. And I think one thing that could, which I, this is what I strongly recommend. And I'd love to hear what you think, Mike, but I strongly recommend that no one should do what I call a virtual rehab. That's where you try to do a, you live in, let's say Texas, and you're trying to do a rehab that's in Rhode Island, right? (laughs) As a rehab. (laughs) Do you agree not to do that? Oh my gosh. I have seen so many nightmares and stuff like that. I mean, it's hard enough sometimes to to keep on your contractors, you know, that's in your backyard. But, but you know, pictures, you know, somebody can send you a picture and that tile backsplash may look good, but there may not be an ounce of, you know, um, glue or whatever holding it up. It may fall down. I mean, you can make stuff look good. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be double side tape for all you know. Right. It's very difficult. You know, you're so, you are completely dependent on others for your success. You, you really don't have any control of your own destiny at that point. Yeah. And that's a really great point. The control of your own destiny, control of the deal. When you're doing a virtual rehab, the risk factor is just extremely high because it's your business and you're putting the trust in your own business to some contractor. And we all know how contractors can be sometimes. And that's just a very high risk. So what we don't like approve of that, like that's something you just should not do. Okay. But now, how do we still do a business, right? This is the question. How do I do it virtually? This, I actually just got an email earlier today. I know, I know Dennis is uh, watching right now and he, he actually shot me an email earlier today. He said, Hey, Nathan, I think you're really good at doing this business virtually. And I kind of want to both talk about it. I think we're both great at it now. Yeah. You're like you said, you're always traveling. You're the beach guy, Mike. You're always at the beach. <laughs> So you're, you're like the beach guy. You like to be at the beach and, and, and all that. And you know me, I'm always traveling some, you know, foreign country and all that kind of stuff. So this whole idea of the virtual real estate, there is a learning curve that people need to understand and know how to do. And that comes with processes and systems. Um, but I also want, I just want to let people know, and I also want you to chime in on this is that, you know, is it unrealistic? Like, is it really difficult? What are maybe some of the pitfalls that maybe, um, people don't get or, 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 or miss on the parts of going virtual? Okay. That's a good question. Uh, yeah. You don't, you know, you can't jump into systemizing everything and, and, and getting VAs for everything in the beginning. The biggest thing I tell everybody virtually, however, is learn the biz, every single bit of that business yourself. Rather, you know, it, I, I use it cleaning lists as an example. I can clean a list, but I would rather have a root canal than clean a list. It's just <laughs> not my idea of a good time it, because I, it, I'm, I'm a little slower at it because I want to methodically do it right. But um, the, the virtual stuff is, you know, 
look at don't just take one um one angle of something looking at maybe you're like for example maybe you're looking at um comps in the area um make sure you look at more than just one or two comps look at the area as a whole try to you know maybe look at that even that zip code whatever look and see what's really happened investigate the area you can do that virtually but you got to put in that work you just can't zoom into one piece of property and say okay oh ah, yeah i got this information you know look at that is that a put yourself in is that a neighborhood that that somebody's going to want to buy a house in or you know fix and flip a house or build a house if it's land put yourself in that you know even I tell you another thing that I try to find out if it's a completely different area, especially with houses, and I do so in land too sometimes, is you know, find out the crime rate in that neighborhood. That's going to greatly affect the values of things right. um, that you may not see necessarily on, on some things because sometimes the crime can change so rapidly, but we getting the reports may be up to date to give you a better idea. Economics of the sea. I you know, I preach and, and any of the students will tell you. And, and and this goes for houses, land, anything. Look at the economics of it. You know, if it's a declining economy, do you really want to go there? I, I use a prime example. I had one student a couple of years ago that was like, it was somewhere out west. They had um, they had they were picking up like lakefront property for like pennies on the dollar. It's like, wow. man, if I lived there, I would I would go there. We wasn't yeah. selling any, and 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 I got in the aspect when you couldn't sell it. And at first I was perplexed, you know, we're doing this again, virtually not looking, right, right. but we took the extra step to pull up the economics. Do you know that the unemployment rate for that County was like 24 point something percent. Nobody had a job. Nobody could buy right. anything there. That's <laughs> why everything was so dirt cheap. Um, right. and, you know, we had to, to figure that in that, you know, that, that played a, you know, if, if nobody has a job, they can't buy the stuff. Yeah, that's very true. And, and so I, when you're, when you brought up some good points and what I, one of the biggest things or the, I want to say the easier things I find if someone was really trying to get into virtual real estate is uh, land is a really great option because with land, obviously we know the property's not there, right? So we don't have to worry about the, the on-site due diligence, right? So now I, now Mike, I wouldn't have said that years ago. I wouldn't because I got into virtual, my first way into virtual real estate investing from anywhere was housing, right? right? And let me tell you, that was a, that was a learning curve. That was not easy. It was not easy. <laughs> but then when we transitioned a few years ago into land, I was like, dang, I wish I did land virtually first because actually it just pushes you. I mean, you really don't need to go to, on site to the land. You don't need God to go to <laughs> right, exactly. Google Earth. I mean, this whole business can be done from a computer, a phone, internet connection, a, a tablet. You're good to go. I mean, that's that's really what it is. Um, and and I think I think it's such an easier learning curve to break into real estate. Like so for for those who are watching who have never like done a real estate deal, if you've never um, had that first, I'm going to say check, I hate checks, but if you've never had that first bank wire, <laughs> you never had that first wire into your bank account from closing a real estate deal. I'll tell you something, land is a great way, land flipping, land investing is a great way to get started so that you can learn the, like Mike was just saying, the basics of the business, start doing it virtually because you don't need to physically go look at a property. And then down the road, if you want to get into residential housing or other residential housing of virtual residential housing and flipping and all that, you can, but you're already advanced. You're a little bit further ahead than a lot of other people. So um, that's, that's a great thing that I found. I wish I did them the opposite way, uh, but you know, I, I didn't get into it until uh, I didn't really get into land investing until, until you, Mike, until you, I mean, the success you've been having has been phenomenal uh, that you've been doing. And I kind of got into land on a much more slower basis. I bought a bunch of land, subdivided it like three years, five years and by, got, did some more land, nothing really like the way you do it, Mike, <coughs> excuse me. And, um, and now I can see how we're both on this path of, uh, of doing deals virtually. And, and honestly, Mike, the best part is, is that even though we've been doing a lot of this, and I think everyone in the group knows this, that 
we've been coaching a lot of people um, to have similar success. And that has been probably the best part of, you know, helping people. That's why we do this is not to, you know, you know, be the, the ultimate guru on TV and all that kind of stuff, but to literally take a few people and get them over the finish line of closing their first deal. Um, I, I, I don't want to throw out any names, Mike, but I know, and I know you probably could share a few stories too, but I don't want to throw any names, but I'll never forget the time that one of our clients that we've been coaching had never previously done a deal, meaning they spent five years of learning like just learning real estate. That means Barnes and Noble, was it? They don't have Barnes and Nobles. Oh, they do have Barnes and Nobles. They've got Barnes and Nobles bookstores, reading about real estate, webinars, seminars. That's for five years. And it wasn't until they started working with us one-on-one that they got their first deal under contract. And that was just like, like that was it. It was, it was the reality of getting in the deal. Um, Mike, I'm sure you probably know a few people like that. I, I got two other ones just like sitting right here. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, there's there's numerous people you can bring up in it. But, you know, I think that that, that before I get into that, the, the thing that's different that that anybody should look and, and, and if they're trying, you know, number one, you got to educate yourself. I don't care what business you're in. Even if right. you're buying a Subway franchise, you got to educate yourself about what you're going to do. Um right. If you get the right education from the right people, there's so many people, Nathan, you know this, they're out there that's saying, oh, do this and you make millions and all that, but they're not doing any of it. So, you know, I've never understood the fact that somebody can sit there and to, and I compare this even with, um, with college and, and I've got my four-year degree. There's so many people, so many professors I had that was trying to tell me how to do something when they had not been in that field themselves for 20 years. They, yeah, that's they were so not true. Relevant. They were not relevant in what they were doing. So, you know, you'd want to be connected with people that's relevant and they're actually doing what you're doing because things do change. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I love, you know, the, the ones that, that not that I don't love that they have frustration, but they come Say, so, man, you know, I got all this education. I just, I, I just can't make a deal fall. They're, they're the sweetest victories because when they get one, I mean, they are so happy. And I'm probably more happy for their deals than I am my own. Um, yes. it, it's just, it's, it's fun just celebrating with them. Um, yeah, yeah and I, I've had several. I've, I've had one client that like he knocked a real big home run. He made a on a deal, you know, more than I have in you know, in, in a single deal. And you know, yeah. I wasn't jealous, man. I was like, dang, I, I wish I could have done that. <laughs> you know, I'm glad, I'm glad you did it. And, you know, and seeing, seeing people successful in this and how their life changes, you can see a lot of them when they come in, they, they, you can, you can sense the stress of, of finances in their voice, in, in conversations with them and things. But as they start doing things and, and, and learning the system, um, their whole demeanor changes. Um, and, and I do that myself. I, I even myself in, in, in stages of my real estate career, when you are working in out of acts of desperation, you will make very bad decisions. Very true. You got to control that. You know, if something's not selling, okay, don't, don't, let's not get desperate on it. Let's be, you know, let's think this thing through. Maybe you made a mistake on the property you know, let's, let's see what we need to do. Do we need to renegotiate? Do we need to just move on to other properties? Things like that. Um, but, and, and you hit on a thing. I, I was going to say that too. I wish so much now that I would have learned the land business and was educated on it first because I could transition to houses if I wanted to, and I still would need additional education, but my foundation would have been there. The, right. the foundations of how to do businesses, mailers, things like that would have been there. Um, and it would have been because going and jumping straight into housing, Ooh, it is, there's, there's some, there's some roller coaster rides you'll get on for sure. <laughs> Very true. And you know, Mike, you bring up a great point. Just going back to the, um, the victories of the people that we work with. 
And it's kind of interesting of what happens. I just wanted to shed some light on this is because like you said, people, they come to us, they're like, please, can you help me get over the finish line? Can you help me like find a deal, find a good market? Like, where am I going to start doing this business? Which state? That's always a big question people have is which market do I start in? So I love the fact that we can uncover that. We help people get focused, get clear where they're going to be investing make the offer, put it under contract, sell it, make the money. That's great. One of the things though, Mike, I don't know if, you, if you've seen it. I'm sure you've seen it, but one of the things that annoys me, um, and I, I'm thinking of one of our coaching students right now, is, uh, is after they get some success, right? They start making the money, right? They're like, oh, I don't need, I don't need them so much anymore. And you're like, but I helped raise you. <laughs> yeah, and now you're just turning your back on me. Right. <laughs> like you got a little money you moved out of the house <laughs> right exactly exactly and and i'm thinking i just got an email um maybe it was like monday or maybe it was last friday something like that from one of our coaching students he's actually down in florida and um and the cool thing is you know he started i mean great guy very well educated works for a fortune 500 company right but real estate was just like like he didn't really know. He spent a lot of money on trainings and seminars, but didn't have the success. And after working with us with a few deals, did a bunch of did a bunch of deals. I think he just closed a deal, made forty three thousand dollars, which is awesome. <coughs> Excuse me. Now he's he's now his mind. Like I was just checking on him. And I'm like, hey man, haven't heard from you. You know the the kid that moves out of the house. Hey bud, checking in. How's it going? Oh yeah, I'm working on a million dollar project. Right. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and uh, so anyway, those are the coolest things. Those are the coolest parts. Those are the uh, truly the the success stories that that I love to share. And and again, it goes back to why we do it, Mike. I mean, at the end of the day, um, there are people in this business who will do real estate, and they won't tell you. Beep. They won't even care. They will. They will actually run away from you to tell you what they're doing. Right. They will, they'll even give you misinformation, yeah. tell you to go into a different market, right? To maybe sell you on a different idea or a different market just so you're not taking their market. Right. Exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. And it's that, I mean, you and I, we're the type where we're like, hey, listen, we've, we've done it, we've built it. We want to like give back and we want, we give people the contracts they need, the documents they need, the checklist. We give people contacts even sometimes. We're like, hey, here's a contact. Like we'll save you the time, go looking for a title company or attorney or someone in that area. We, we just give yeah. people what they need to really become successful. <clears throat> and that's something that um, having people go over that finish line, it, it's just so rewarding. Like, I love what you said. Sometimes like literally I'm closing a deal to, well, it's today and tomorrow. We're, we're doing a closing tomorrow. And, um, and yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. There's another one. But then we have, you know, one of our coaching students who's closing a deal soon. And it's like, oh, you just can't wait. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, I, I just I just love that part of the of the business. And um, and like you said earlier, I think land really is a good way for people who have never done real estate before, who've never closed a deal to get into it and to get started, but also for anyone who's struggling in residential single family right now, the way the market is right now, in the future, things change, man. Things, things always change. But right now, the way the market is and the where it's, where it's been, where it is and where it's going, it's going to be harder and harder. And I hope that people like really take us up on working with us rather than putting it off and really kind of beating their head against the wall and saying, you know, let me just keep trying a little bit more, one more time, and 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 the market isn't really in their favor. Um, so it's just in this business, we have to be able to um, it, investing is a matter of watching the market, knowing when to step out, when to step in, and when you know, always be active and making offers. That's really important. We know that in our business, always be active, making offers, always be getting deals. But we have to know when to step out and step in. And, and right now, there's a, it's a great time to step into land investing uh, and, a, and a good time to kind of, you know, let, let, let the piranhas try to eat the little meat that's on these bones of these residential houses. Right, Mike? 
Exactly. Yeah. Get in there, learn, learn the land business. And I'm not saying that that's the only thing you have to do. Can you not diversify? Absolutely. I mean, Nathan, you're, you're a big example of that with, with multifamily things, you know, mm-hmm. you, you have a basis business that, that, that does well. And you're just, then you can, you get things systemized, you master a thing, you get systemized the way you want it. It frees you up to explore some of those other options. You know, right. look at that a little bit. You know, I, I've done some mobile home parks and stuff. And the more and more I think about it now, because my business is systematized, that may be something I look at again. But it mm-hmm. won't ever take away from the my foundation. You know, right. I'm not leaving the house like my students do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and it's always a learn. And that's the thing to, to realize that the worst thing that you can do for yourself is is feel that you've learned everything that you need to learn in this business. Because I still learn things. Uh, you know, I, I had an opportunity last night to network with with some some folks here in Georgia, and and, and just talking with them and, and and sharing ideas. You know, I learned things from them. I hope they learn things from me. It was really a good opportunity just to, you know, just pitch things. So you should always have your mind open to learning different things um, that that come up. Um, I don't know if you saw the we're talking about celebrating with students. I think I CC'd you on the email. I had one of our students actually text me yesterday while I was traveling and, and, and doing meetings. And um, I read it last night, like 1.30 in the morning. I, said, I told him, I said, I don't think you really want me to text you, so let me shoot you an email. Um, yeah. He's like, man, I got a unique problem. I think that I'm going to have a bidding war scenario on my properties. So, wow, yeah. man, that's a cool problem to have, you know. We, right. we talked, you know, it gave some pointers on, you know, how maybe we can direct it to, to – he may end up getting more than he's even asking for it. You know, I don't know all yeah, the exactly. of the deal, but you know, that's a cool problem to have. I know it's come up that where um, are we accepting more people? Cause you know, we're not, we're not no big guru guy on TV and we got all these people working for us and all that kind of stuff. That's not the game that we play, but we like to take a small group of people and work with them. And we have to see if there's a few, a few qualifications, one, you know, motivation and time, um, and if they have a willingness to learn, meaning you can't be stubborn, right? You got to be a little flexible and, and, and be willing to learn and, and try this. And, and an attitude of not giving up, right? An attitude of just not giving up because this, this business, um, it, it doesn't favor those, the, it doesn't favor the weak. So uh, although Mike, <laughs> Mike and I will be here to support you along the way, but we do want to open it up to those who do want to. We can't, we can't work with everyone. That would just be impossible and we wouldn't even do it. Um, but what I do want to uh, let you know is that after, after this training, I'm going to redo, I'm going to edit the video and I'm going to put a link where you can just simply apply to work with us one-on-one. I'll jump on the phone with you. Maybe me, uh, the three of us will do a three-way call and we will see if it's a good fit for us to work together. And if it's a good fit, then we'll move forward. But if it's not, it might not be the right time. Maybe it might not be the right situation. Maybe there's a lot going on in your life. Maybe too much going on in your life that we need to, uh, you need to figure out. But we'll work on it. And, uh, and we just want to let you know that there is, there's an opportunity in this market that we don't want you to see pass up. You've heard for the past, I think, two plus months, Mike and I have been talking and uh, sharing training and strategies to you right here for free in the group. Trainings to help you overcome um, any real estate challenges or hurdles that you've been having and also give you some ideas and experience in the land investing business. But this gives you your uh, exclusive chance to work with us more one-on-one so that we can actually direct you and help overcome any challenges you're having and getting started but also get you over the finish line to closing some deals. We hope uh, that we can work with you also and get you success in your real estate investing business and help you either make that transition uh, and also maybe getting working virtual like us. I mean, that's real, right, Mike? I mean, that's really one of the coolest things uh, is not only we're able to do this virtually, but we're also to help people go virtual too, right? Yeah, when they can scale their business to do that. And, you know, you bring up a really good point. You know, number one, we only have so much bandwidth the, the, between the two of us. And, and we do that. We're hands-on with this. Um, and the other thing, we have met with folks. People say, ah, oh, well, you don't turn. We have turned people down. You know, we, and, 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 you know, it sucks to have to turn them down. But we're doing a disservice to them if we say, yeah, this is the right time in your business. All we're doing at that point is just setting them up for failure. 
that's, right. and that's not what we're about. We would love to work with everybody, but if it's not right all the way around, then right. I, I would rather wait to whatever the, the, the bump in life may be right now. And you come back six months or a year from now and say, you know what? We got stuff worked out. Time's not an issue, whatever it may be. I, I'm ready to go now. It's beneficial right. for them. It's beneficial for us. Um, and it's more of a win-win. So, so yeah, I mean, just, we're, we are very selective and that's why I'm getting that. And we, and we're not going to set you up for failure. If we really think that it's not the right time, we're, we're going to tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very true. That's a good point. Cause I know this, um, but I don't, I, I, I love what you said. You put it so well is that we just can't accept everyone. Don't let that stop you from filling out the uh, you know, the questionnaire. Don't let that Absolutely. stop you because yeah, I mean, you, you know, at the end of the day, we can always rule ourselves out. Like, I'll give you a perfect example, Mike, just, and I, just, just, I don't want to get off topic here, but I remember like five years ago, I said, um, I was thinking about hotels. I was thought, thinking about it, thinking about it. And I was like, oh, but that's so big. Hotel, that's so big. Like, will I really ever be able to do it? And you know what? I ruled myself out before I even gave myself a chance. And, and it wasn't until about maybe what, three or four years ago, uh, yeah, about four years ago that I said, you know what? I started putting on my vision board. I said, you know what? Hotels, hotels. Guess what? All of a sudden the hotels started showing up, people in hotels started showing up. So it all starts with your mind, right? And I don't want anyone who's watching this to, I don't want you to rule yourself out like, oh, I'm, um, I, I don't know if I could ever be virtual. I don't want you to think it's like just a dream. You can actually make it a reality. And yeah. things will start coming into your life if you just first off believe and want it enough, bad it bad enough that you could actually, you know, do this business. So if you believe and if you want it bad enough, then I challenge you. I am I push you. <laughs> yeah. Get mindset, <laughs> mindset mindset is very important. Having the right mindset. And you know, uh, just looked at one this week, uh, questionnaire and goals uh, of, of, of a new student and you know the cool thing is that I, I can put down answers to something that I may see one way but when somebody else somebody I hate to use the word expert but somebody that's very good in their field can look at that and see something or potential in me that I may not see in myself mm-hmm. um, or, or see that yeah, you know what? I can't wait to, to let them achieve these goals they have in life and right. them, them set larger goals in life. Um, other people seeing things, and, and Nathan, you and I do that bounce things off one another, and I got other folks that bounce off of one another too. Other sets of eyes on things like that. So you may not think that you're in a position, but you may really be in the prime position. So like Nathan says, what's it hurt to fill it out and see? Um, you, you're kind of almost doing yourself a disservice if you don't, if you're truly interested in doing it at some point, let's just see what, what, what everything looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's so true. Yeah. You, you really, <coughs> you really can do it yourself a disservice. I like how you put that. If you don't, if you don't try, right. If you don't try and give it a shot and see it's, sometimes it's just that one thing that changes everything. It's that one thing that just changes everything. And, uh, and, and that's, that's the best part about, that's the best part about real estate investing. Cause it can really truly change your life. It's phenomenal. Mike, uh, this has been such a great session. We've, we've covered so much. We've covered pros and cons to residential wholesaling right now in the market and also to land the beauty and, and the, the, the virtualness of land investing and the freedom it gives to having the opportunity to do it from anywhere um, with the, the powerful use of technology, powerful technology to make that all happen, uh, which we all have access to, right? Which is yeah. fantastic. So um, thanks so much, bud, for uh, you know um, jumping on here and also sharing those insights, your story. And uh, I, I just, again, wanna encourage everyone who wants to uh, really take, you, you've been seeing the trainings over the past few weeks, uh, months that we'll, uh, Mike and I have been doing. If it's of somewhat of interest to you, let us know. You can click on the link uh, right after this video is done and we'll jump on the phone and we'll see if it's a good fit. Until then, uh, we'll see you guys real soon in the near future. All right, Mike, see you soon. See ya. When will you stop? When will you stop thinking and waiting? When will you just start doing? 
How do you stop procrastination? Find something that matters more than your excuses. Think about the thing that you are always procrastinating on. Now think about someone that you love and a gun being held to their head. And to save them, all you have to do is the one thing that you have been procrastinating on. I bet you are not procrastinating anymore. If you have a strong enough reason to get it done, you will get it done. Don't be fooled by the product pushers who are only in business to sell you the next best thing in a box. Don't be fooled anymore. You go see them work their magic on a stage, selling you their new best thing that it's all the rage. Don't believe the lies of quick success that you can make a bunch of money in 30 days or less. Don't believe that without them, you will never make it and be like the rest. It's time to stop believing in them and start believing that you are the best. I believe in you. Do you believe in you? Believe in yourself. Stop only thinking about making offers. Stop watching late night webinars and prepare your offers. If you are not making offers, you are not making money. You have to do what most people don't want to do. Face what they don't want to face. Find that reason. Live for that reason. Do not stop until you get what you want. You know why you're doing this. You can't let anyone stop you from doing this. The storm can come into your life faster than you expect. Are you ready for it? Will you go into the storm of business or will you sit in your comfy chair at home where it's safe? If you are not emotionally strong, if you don't have a big reason why, then you won't defeat the storm. You must not give up. You can't give up. You only have one life, so live it. Enough is enough. It's time to set your school. Enough is enough. It's time to take what's rightfully yours. Enough is enough. Your time is now. It's time for action from the inside out. Live fearless.